Hi guys, it's Kristen. Welcome to March. I wanted to kick off March and send this information out right away um, because it's this what I'm going to share with you is so important, especially if you are somebody who is um, empathic or sensitive or anybody who's having a bit of trouble kind of dealing with the current energies going on in our world right now, anybody who is having a difficult time processing what's happening in the collective, anybody who feels a bit overwhelmed, anybody who easily takes on the energy of others or absorbs their energy. This is going to be a really, really crucial area of your being to understand and to want to keep balanced and to support so that you can exist in your highest potential, not just in your soul and your physical body and your emotional body and your mental body because everything is connected. Our chakras are even connected. They don't exist just one area of concentration. When one chakra goes off, it triggers the others because they're all interconnected. We're one being. We're many parts, but we are one, especially one is the spirit. So everything is very much so unified and and we really want to stay and keep it as far unified as we can and how we do that is by creating balance and support on some of these individual vibrations or topics or concentrations when they are specifically up in the collective or there's a big time of release or a big area um, or concentration that's being triggered. So we are in March, which is a three month. You're out of your main seven, seven chakras. Your third chakra up is your solar plexus. This is also the vibration of self-mastery, which is self-mastery of the body, mind, and soul. It creates that, um, that pyramid. And it's also one of the most important areas of our being because it's literally physically where our soul is kind of held and all of these different things flow so beautifully and resonate so beautifully with each other because three being a concentration of self-mastery and being in a year of self-mastery and being in a year where we are being called to realign with our our love and as we choose that self-love we kind of proclaim our own empowerment for ourselves instead of playing a victim to the world around us so this this area in our being is really important also because energies are more i don't want to say intense um it's just energies are coming in in a different way and we're being really called to release and to heal and we're really called to be triggered right now for this healing so a lot of stuff is coming up a lot of people are going through a lot of change a lot of transformation a lot of rebirth a lot of healing a lot of harder times as they're trying to process everything that's coming up and stay in their heart and in their soul and so there's a lot of energies in the collective right now that just aren't as 
beneficial, I would say. And so those who are sensitive and empathic, myself incredibly included, it's a lot easier right now to almost like feel the suffering of others and to have a lot of that nervous type of energy or anticipation or that shakiness in your field because we don't have our guards up as we did before. There's kind of electromagnetic shield around us and a lot of that is down. So this light coming into the planet can come in and trigger us. You know, our soul really doesn't want any sort of protection against this light because this is what's allowing our highest growth but it's coming in at a really rapid rate and it's it's not as easy on the physical level to process all these different levels of awareness all these different dimensions of ourself all these different bodies and so that's where I really wanted to go into more depth on the solar plexus chakra for all of you guys and to help us all become more empowered within our own being and as we step into that empowerment we step into our soul and we step into that self-love that we then get to give back out into the world so like i said your solar plexus is your third of your main seven chakras we have hundreds of chakras but the main seven are what you need to master in order to kind of understand any of the other chakras so a chakra is an energetic center in your body so it carries a certain vibration and that vibration resonates with a certain color with certain qualities with a certain sound frequency Um, it's very much our kind of energetic self but it also we also are physical beings so it manifests physically and since creation has kind of sped up we are seeing this manifestation happen more rapidly right now as a service as a blessing so that we can immediately be learning from any time we're throwing ourselves off balance but it also means that kind of more is happening more quickly so it's such an important level of our being to master. So the solar plexus, like I said, is the third chakra. Um, it's so your root is kind of down where your pelvis is. That's your center of where you kind of hold your fear or survival, um, where safety is held, where abundance is held, where protection is held. Then we move up to the sacral chakra, which kind of governs your reproductive organs, where your hormones kind of are controlled so it has to do with your connections with all of life so your connections with a partner connections with friends who are you calling into your space it has to do with your um obviously especially in women your energy of creation your holy womb obviously women give birth you know through the womb but men also have a holy womb as well that's held a bit outside of their body so our womb is held in our sacral chakra it kind of is our connection to being um nurtured besides the energy of the heart these two are actually very much intertwined because the sacral chakra especially with hormone balance um, helps to regulate and control our emotional balance. So a lot of our emotions are held in our sacral, especially because our sacral holds that connection with all of life. So like I said, the heart and the sacral are kind of very much intertwined, which is when I said if one chakra kind of gets off balance, it's going to affect others because they all 
they all are one. They're all so deeply interconnected and need to work as a unified whole. So we go from the sacral chakra and then right above that, kind of right above the navel, the space in between like the sternum and the navel, right between and below your breasts um, on both sides, front and back. It's not just on the front. We have kind of front of the chakras and back of the chakras is your solar plexus. Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. This, this center of your being that kind of regulates your digestion. It regulates your, your ability to stand in your empowerment, to stand in your power, your willpower. It's where your courage is held. Your bravery is held. It's where your life force and vitality is held. And it's really interesting when you look at the physical aspect of of this area, your gut. Your um your gut is where actually your self-esteem and your joy and your happiness and your life force literally comes from. A lot of us think that these things are controlled by the brain and that isn't a way true, but your your gut is connected to your brain through your vagus nerve. And so your your gut is transmitting information to your brain, which is then signaling your brain to to behave and react and respond and so in the gut we actually have 200 million neurons so these are receiving information from our environment it's actually as much as um as a a a cat or a dog's brain so you literally have a brain in your stomach that is receiving information that's why you have that gut feeling your intuition literally lies in the lining of your gut and so you know how if you you have that gut feeling where you're propelled to do something or you're completely drawn to stay back from something that is your that's literally your soul receiving information on a physical level and both on an energetic level that like I said they're all one and the same and then that's connecting to your brain and saying yes do this no don't do that it's also funny because in our gut we feel a lot of times that feeling of almost like a knot or like Um, you're sick to your stomach. You know, we physically say these things. And what that really means is that somebody's taken your power away. Like say, for example, you're in a relationship and you've just gotten broken up with and, and you're so upset and distraught. You feel that kind of that knot, that sick to your stomach feeling. Well, that's not really heartache. It's actually you've given your power away to somebody. You've allowed them control over your happiness. And so that's again, something that's stems in the gut. We also produce a lot of different um, chemicals in the gut that affect our brain health and affect our joy and our happiness. So when we're not standing in our power, we're quite literally giving our happiness away to other people, but affecting our our physical gut health, which is then physically connecting to our brain and feeling less than, feeling depressed or feeling sorrow or feeling not worthy. So this is such an important area of your being. I mean, there's so much more science to it. And I will try and direct you guys to more information about this. There's a lot of books out there about the second brain, good gut, a lot of different um, books on gut health. But your solar plexus 
is such an important and vital area of your being for optimum well-being, for joy, for happiness. So, so this is what kind of directly manifests as a result of not standing in our power, giving our power away. And this is kind of increasingly difficult for a lot of us who have been healers in a lot of our lifetimes, especially healers in this lifetime, and who are empathic and sensitive, which really means we're more multidimensional. We're more, in a way, vulnerable and open to feeling others, especially the sorrow or the suffering. And a lot of times, instead of holding those people up in a place of love, which is really what a healer is supposed to do is excuse me, despite another being in a lower vibration, you're actually holding them in a state of love so that they can rise up. Instead, a lot of the times we're absorbing that energy into our own being because our boundaries, which are created by our solar plexus, aren't, aren't, that haven't been built up in this lifetime because we're still carrying kind of this past life energy of we need to take people's stuff on in order to heal, which is no longer in service of this lifetime. So we're not creating those boundaries. And so thus we're taking on and receiving and absorbing all this suffering from others in the collective. And we're almost lowering ourselves down to where other people are instead of being able to lift them up. So this is why this area of concentration is so important as well in these times because there is a lot of um, perceived suffering and darkness in the world. And those of us who incarnated in this lifetime to be those pillars of light and those pillars of strength and those pillars of hope and those healers can't be so easily affected by life around us if we if we have to hold that strength and that power to be that lighthouse when things are dark so people can find their way back home. So this is very, very important for those of us who are these healers and who are sensitive and empathic, which I'm sure a lot of you who are listening in to this are because you're in this space. So how do you strengthen and support this area? First of all, not eating foods that cause inflammation because food is energy. It's coming directly from literally earth, from the great central sun. It's receiving these downloads of light from our sun in order to grow and to rise and become. And so we're receiving that information, the health of literally that food into our body. If we're receiving food that's been through suffering and that's kind of fried and dead, we're we're bringing almost suffering and, and dead life into our body. And if we're eating food that's more raw or that's healthier and, and alive, we're nourishing and supporting that our gut and our life force in a more positive way, in a more beneficial way to encourage life within us. We also strengthen and support that area by our thoughts because like I said, that vagus nerve is so much connected to that. So our nervous system immediately triggers our gut. So when our nervous system is off or we're receiving information from the outside world or anyone else, our gut is immediately going to be affected. So it's it's finding ways to 
work with the law of polarity and when you feel a negative thought coming in, not feeding that thought, but feeding almost the opposite of that thought. So if you're thinking something of fear, it's immediately affirming safety. If you're thinking something about being depressed or feeling hurt or sad, it's about immediately trying to bring in happiness and joy and telling yourself you're okay. And if you're feeling that heartache or you're feeling like somebody's taken away your power, you proclaim your sovereign empowerment. You work on strengthening that power. So with that being said, with this subject of power, which is it's not the power of being superior to somebody else, of having influence over somebody else. Self-empowerment is about standing in your sovereignty to only experience your life experiences and that is of the highest good. To not take on everybody else's karma on everybody else's journey and to not feel like you need to be everybody's savior because we're all here to be our own savior. Of course, help other people. Of course, care for other people. But if you're doing it outside of a space of willingness, if you're doing it out of force or obligation or stress or manipulation, you're actually giving your power away to other people. If you're letting somebody else control your happiness, this is what relationships are an amazing mirror of. If your happiness is dependent on another person, you have emotional attachments and attachments of power with that person, you're literally giving them control over your life force, your life. So how we strengthen and stand in this power and this sovereignty to not be affected negatively or less beneficially by the outside world is creating loving boundaries. And healthy boundaries is a great word, but I love I love the phrase loving boundaries because what this is really encouraging is self-empowerment through self-love. And I've been talking about that a lot already this year in other podcasts as I am proclaiming this the year of self-love in resonance with the 11 overall energy of the year. But every single time you make a choice that is on behalf of your heart and your soul, you are strengthening your boundaries. Because what you're doing is putting in your energy field outside of you a almost like a layer of protection, almost like a layer of self-worth and saying that I am worthy of this. So if you're settling and you're giving your energy and your time up to people very much outside of your will or because of stress or obligation, what you're basically telling the universe is, I'm not worth more. I'm I'm choosing to settle. I'm choosing less than. And so the universe, your soul outside yourself only knows to keep giving you more of that. So literally in your field are your thoughts and your emotions and your choices and your frequencies. And it is like a magnet attracting more of what it's holding. So every single time that you say no when something isn't serving you or yes when it absolutely is serving your heart, you are strengthening that field outside of you. Every time you affirm affirmations of self-worth, every time you say invocations to help cleanse yourself and bring your field back into harmony and balance, every time you're standing up for your worth, you are creating those loving boundaries that are telling the universe what to bring you more of so it literally is in your daily choices in your ability and your commitment to choose self-love always that you literally strengthen your boundaries to no longer be 
somebody who's very empathic and sensitive who absorbs the world around them but to be able to keep your joy in harmony even if others are going through their own karma and their own kind of struggle you don't have to suffer because somebody else is suffering that is an act of violence an act of self-harm because what you're doing is you're not assisting them in any way by going down to their vibration you're not assisting the planet you're not assisting yourself because what you're doing is causing harm and violence to your own being by lowering yourself down when you see someone who's hurting or suffering pray for them send them strength and love and healing instead of um instead of lowering ourselves and I know it's hard because myself included I find myself doing it all the time I watch a tv show and somebody's upset or crying and it's not even real it's a movie and then I start crying you know a lot of us can't help that we we have that innate compassion and care in us but then I remind myself in those moments that that I proclaim my sovereign empowerment. It's not my responsibility to take on everybody else's journey. Because a lot of times when we do that, we enable others to not learn what they came here to learn. When we think we need to be everybody's savior, we're taking away other people's strength and empowerment to overcome what they literally incarnated here to overcome. They waited hundreds and thousands of years to come to this planet at this moment in time to work and overcome these certain lessons and we're just taking them away from them. It's not our job. It's not our responsibility. Yes, if somebody is deeply in in suffering and they're especially asking for your help, please don't hesitate to assist if you're called to. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about walking around every day and feeling like you need to save every single person. That is not your job. You are not everybody's savior. Everybody needs to step in their own empowerment to become their own savior. This is how the world returns into balance is we each honor that we are empowered beings. We're not victims. Victims take us down that negative hole to despair and hopelessness. We are all empowered. We are all the creators. We are all strong and mighty and sovereign in our ability to choose love. And so so say that to somebody instead of saying or instead of giving all your power and your life force away to them and depleting yourself because that's what happens as you continually give, give, give instead of allowing yourself to receive or instead of saying no when you're supposed to say no, is you're going to get very depleted. And then you're going to want to blame other people because you want to direct that anger at somebody. But really that that's coming from inside of you. It's nobody else made you make those choices. Nobody else made you. Nothing. No one can make you do anything. That's again, taking away your power. That's proclaiming that you're a victim. You can't blame people for your life experiences or for what you're here to learn or because you've gotten depleted. That is your own doing. You are powerful. And as you take back that power, you no longer need to be depleted. You no longer need to suffer. You no longer need to feel like you have to be everybody's hero. You're your own hero. And when you hold that loving boundary, you teach others how to because it's in your field. And it, of course, it might be hard for other people to take back their own power. It's not an easy journey. I've spent years working on this and it's still incredibly difficult in some moments. 
But when you hold that for yourself, you teach others to learn how to strengthen themselves. It's like imagine every time one of your friends is upset, they, they go to you. And they take all of your life force away. You feel like you're depleted every single time you talk to this person. And it's a lot of victimhood, a lot of negative stories. And instead of you saying, you know what, sorry, I need to be here for myself right now and allowing them the chance to strengthen themselves to learn what they need to on their own, you're giving all of yourself away to them and depleting yourself. Well, look what's happening in that situation. You're depleted. Your life force is gone and they still haven't learned the lesson of returning to their self-empowerment. So they might temporarily be feeding off of your life force, but then they're going to go right back to that same place because the lesson is for them to find the strength within, not to seek it from everyone else. That's why the spiritual path a lot of times includes moments of isolation, years of isolation. I've been in years of isolation, barely reaching out to friends or family or anyone because my soul has been teaching me how to find this strength within in all moments, no matter how dark. And trust me, it gets dark, no matter how dark it is. And it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me because before, and like most humans, we always want to reach out to people when we're sad. We want to repress things. We don't want to face them. We don't want to look at them. We don't want to hear the negative chatter. We constantly are trying to drown this out. But when you're in moments of isolation where you have nobody to turn to, nobody to go to when you're shifting vibrations and you have to depend on yourself, you grow and you strengthen and you learn so much power that you never, ever, ever could imagine that you have. And that power is propelling you forward and that power is going to bring the most amazing gifts into your life because you're doing your work, you're doing your soul work, you're stepping into your self-mastery. So I could go on and on and on about the solar plexus, but this is such an important area. And so along with this voice recording, I'm going to leave you guys um, some some powerful declarative statements, some affirmations to work with your creating these boundaries to work with strengthening your solar plexus, standing in your empowerment, standing in your worth, not letting people deplete you. Not letting yourself deplete yourself because it's not about other people. It's about you and your choices and what you're allowing in and allowing out. So your solar plexus is kind of like a gate. What are you letting in and what are you letting out? You know, what what is that barrier? What is that that wall of protection? What are you allowing in and out of yourself? So it's an amazing topic to talk about. It's an amazing one to dive into. I'm going to talk to with you guys um, in the rest of this content about what you can feel if your gut is off balance or in moments of transition and what you feel if your gut is um, perfectly healthy. And like I said, these this is nothing that... Um, with the gut and with physical manifestations, in some ways it can be difficult. And I want to talk about this because it's a lot easier to talk about than to write. Um, so a lot of times in areas when we're going through expansion, we can go through weird manifestations in the body. And what I'm saying is 
I know a lot of times Jupiter specifically controls expansion and, and governs the solar plexus chakra. So I know when Jupiter's been in retrograde or things are going on with Jupiter, all of a sudden I'll have stomach aches and I'll be burping and I'll have acid reflux or I'll feel like bubbles in my stomach. And it's not that you're, I'm doing anything wrong. I'm not, not holding my power, but my stomach's just going through periods of expansion. Literally that energy is expanding out. It's creating space for more of my vitality and life force. So sometimes it can feel almost like you're moving backwards, um, versus just a need for realignment. But a lot of times acid reflux or nausea or candida or um, IBS or any, I mean, there's a whole range of things that can help show you if your gut is not standing in your highest empowerment. I'm also going to share with you guys some supplements. Um, So basically, it's like physical support that you can take to help heal your gut lining and help strengthen your gut Um, because it's amazing when I started so I've been going through gut issues my entire life which I'm sure if many of you are very empathic or sensitive you probably have as well because it's the area of our being that is most affected when we kind of give our power away and we do that a lot because we want to heal everyone and we want the world to be beautiful and we think a lot of times it's our job to save everyone and everything and it isn't and so like I said, that always manifested in my gut. Um, and so I've gone through a lot of this healing, but conscious healing the past six, seven years, I've watched how even just incorporating some supplements have helped strengthen my gut and help me hold those boundaries. Um, And it's very interesting with healing the gut as well, because it's not just a physical process. A lot of people focus solely on physical healing when it comes to the gut but what you have to understand is that energy is what manifests physically and so you have to work with your spiritual and energetic self you have to work with that part because if you just physically are constantly giving things that support it but you're energetically and emotionally and um, spiritually making choices that go against everything you're doing physically, you're you're taking away everything you're doing physically. It's like you're giving yourself positive supplements, but then you're energetically almost erasing all of that work. So there has to be a form of support where you're saying affirmations, you're saying invocations, you're making those positive choices, you're choosing self-love in all moments. So you need to remember that when you're doing any sort of healing, not just on the gut, but literally anywhere on your being, that you are truly being that unified being, not just the physical, but the the soul as well. And I'm going to, like I said, leave you affirmations that you can help repeat, especially in moments where you feel like you've given your power away or somebody has power over you and how you take that power back. And the sooner you say these things, the sooner you call back your power and kind of bring things into zero point neutrality in the universe. So it's not about letting things keep building up. It's about taking that power back right then and there when you've given it away. So I'm really excited to watch this this topic kind of expand and to share more with you guys about it. Um, And if you have any questions, you can feel free to DM me or email me Um, because I'm I'm thinking as well about making a course specifically for each 
chakra. So if you think that would be a good idea, please let me know as well. It will include a lot of information like I'm saying in this voice note, but a lot more because there's there's so much to all of this. But once you understand energetically what all these areas on your body are holding space for, and then you see what manifests in that area, you kind of know where you need to realign and what work you need to do because our bodies and our emotions are literally here as our highest servants almost. They're they're showing us where our soul is asking for love and asking for assistance and asking for support. And so if we give ourselves that, we continue to realign until we we become that whole unified being that has that healthy, loving boundary up that doesn't take on things we're not supposed to or that are other people's to work through. And, and then it's just peace, you know? And that's, of course, what we all want to achieve. So thank you for listening. I know this one's a long one and there's a lot of information included. Um, I will try and write some of this down for you all so you kind of have an outline of the solar plexus. And I really, really hope that this helps you moving forward or makes you aware of something that you weren't um, understanding or realizing the importance of. So here's to us all creating these loving boundaries for ourselves with all our choices by choosing our own self-love and our own highest in every moment.